Hey church, Pastor Mike. Welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily podcast where we're trying to do three things. One, be helpful to you. Two, be the best church we can possibly be right now. And three, discover the future church our city needs us to be. Come on along. Trying to figure out how to re-church. Hey, thanks for being here. A couple headlines. DeWine makes a decision about high school sports. Kasich speaks, spoke at the Democratic National Convention. I explained to some of the staff why I'm taking the risk to occasionally mention politics in this podcast. And then with the balance of my time, I think what I'm going to do is just uh, explain the Bible. All right. So yeah, if you haven't heard, DeWine said yay to school sports and then pressed the decision down to the local level to take that where they may, uh, which basically is just good leadership. Kasich spoke at the Democratic National Convention, and I don't know what you think of that or what you think of his endorsement, but I think it's fair to say that that's historic. (laughs) I don't think, I can't remember the last time something like that happened. Um, And then I explained to the staff why I'm going to take the occasional risk to mention politics, and it's not complicated. I just don't think there's a good discourse going on out there, and I'd like to demonstrate something different, particularly for Christians, because we don't have a lackluster performance going on this front either. And my expectation of a Christian having a conversation about anything is that we are grace-rich with regard to the hearing and handling of the varied opinions of other people and understanding that not everybody has progressed across the maturity continuum at the same rate. I I think we need to lead the way in being able to have discussions um, with differing opinions without becoming vitriolic or divisive. Can we do that? I'm hopeful that I can just maybe break the ice, demonstrate a way forward. Um, I really, what you'll find in me is what I would call less political and more analytical. But as someone told me recently, it's pretty hard to make any commentary about politics without at least sounding political. I, I can concede that point. But all I really mean to do is make observations about what's going on. Um, I would like other people to be able to engage that discussion without losing their mind or their friends. So I, that's all I'm doing. I, the, 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 the presidential election season is upon us and we're going to be knee deep, if not neck deep in the mud. And I'd like to set some patterns here and um, create a way forward that's reasonable. All right, let me, uh, let me explain the Bible. I have about three minutes and 30 seconds left. That's more than enough time. Well, not really. I, can, I can't do it in three and a half minutes. I can do it in about 10. So <laughs> it'll take a couple podcasts to knock this out. But here we go. Let's just jump in. The first thing you need to know about the Bible is what its purpose is. And if you're going to know the purpose of the Bible, you have to ask two particular questions first, because it's, it's literature. So you have to consider the sort of literature there is. And the way you do that is you ask a question of 
Who is the Bible written to? And who is it written for? Who is written to is kind of complicated because it was written to all, all, all kinds of people. Um, most of the Old Testament was written to um, Israel. The Gospels are written to um, by different people to different people groups like Jewish groups and Greek groups. Uh, Paul wrote on occasion to an individual. So it's written to a lot of people. Who the Bible was written for is much easier answer. It was written for uh, all of humanity. It was written for all of humanity, including you and me. Now, there's an important distinction there. It wasn't written to you or me. In personal terms, it wasn't written to you. It was written for us. And that's key in understanding what the Bible is for. Because it's not specifically just a book of uh, pithy sayings and uh, bits of wisdom for you to grab onto when you need it, when you, when you want to be inspired or you want to be wise um, in your daily living. It, it can provide those things. Of course it does. You, you would you'd probably be able to testify to how the Bible has inspired you and, and uh, given you wisdom. But it's, that's not its central purpose. Or it, what it is is a, a narrative it, 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 it records a conversation between God and humanity. We, 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 when we read the Bible, we are, we are effectively listening in to a conversation. We're not part of it, but we have the opportunity, the honor of listening in to God, conversing with God humankind. We get to overhear it. And we get the, we get the big picture of what this world is, where we live. We, we, we get insight into who we are and maybe most importantly, who God is and how he works in our lives. We, through immersion and, and continued exposure to the Bible, we can develop a worldview that's shaped by God's very own thoughts rather than our own, which leads us to be able to see things the way we should. And rather than just be given answers, be shaped in such a way that we can discover answers. That's, that's powerful. More tomorrow. This is critical. Got to understand the Bible if we're going to rechurch properly.